Welcome to Get Wisdom with your hosts, Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Imagine if God was a co-host. What if the historically rare ability to converse with God and get profound answers to questions has been rediscovered? What would God say to today's troubled world? Get Wisdom will share those answers. Now, here is Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Get Wisdom. I'm Brian Kelly along with Get Wisdom founder and director, Carl Mollison. This week... We're going to look at uh, Creator's discussion of impressive mental abilities. I, I wish I could say I uh, possessed such abilities, but most of the time I feel I don't, Carl. Well, you're taking your life for granted is what I would say. We're all a kind of miracle. <laughs> That's and true. Even from a scientific perspective, if you assume the uh, pr- the theory of evolution is correct and true in all its parts that's a miracle to get from there to here you're starting from nothing to get to something that is rather profound so but i but i fully understand that there are in examples of people who have extraordinary capabilities mentally and with their sensory uh, awareness and so on and and this is supposed to be the gift and birthright of every individual, but is not. And we're going to describe uh, from creator of all it is, who designed this all to be much, much better than we experience it, how they came to be. Yes. The first question is uh, inspired by the fact that skeptics dismiss uh, mediums because they don't believe in any kind of paranormal explanation for their abilities. They, they think they're frauds or they think they're making it up or something. Uh, so we're going to ask our first question about why that is. So when reading material written by skeptics denying the existence of an afterlife, spirits, etc., their biggest agenda seems to be do whatever it takes to avoid having to settle on a paranormal explanation for anything. Why do these people have such a deep-seated aversion to the very notion of the paranormal? It's almost as if the paranormal traumatizes them. Is that a valid insight? All right, and this is what I received in reply to a channeling of Creator. For the most part, this is the intransigence of fixed ideas, hardened beliefs within the minds of skeptics themselves among the scientific community, and many who pursue scientific subjects as writers to help transfer the knowledge to the layman, so to speak. Because they are programmed to disbelieve such things, they feel duty-bound by their own beliefs to find fault with any reports of the paranormal and will seek avidly to find a way to dismiss such observations as artifactual, mistaken, or, in isolated instances, fabricated for the occasion. So their outlook at the outset is the expectation of disproving rather than proving the phenomena are real and going from there, as an open-minded, uncorrupted scientist would do, seeking deeper truth and probing ever deeper to unearth it. This leads to all kinds of misconceptions, missed opportunities, and faulty science. Because even when observations occur that are clearly outside the norm and far from trivial, because the chance of them occurring through a random event of some kind is remote in the extreme, it will not register. They will simply assume there is a technical problem and will ignore the observations. So what you are seeing is selective data, 
and picked over observations and their associated conclusions that fit prior conception as much as the data themselves. And of course, what one expects to find predetermines to a large extent how one goes about it. So often the dice are loaded against finding the unusual because it seems like a waste of time to be too open-minded with respect to the possibilities. So work of this kind tends to be very narrow, finely focused on the minutia because it is readily observable and may be reproducible and lend itself to mathematical analysis and so on. But that biases things from the outset and precludes making genuine breakthroughs in many settings. So it is a foregone conclusion in the very planning stage what the outcome will be. This is most unfortunate because there is a wide universe of fascinating phenomena in the arena of consciousness awaiting science to awaken from its slumber under a heavy fog of mind control manipulation to stifle curiosity and limit thinking about the possibilities. Both the outside influences and the inner corruption conspire together to thwart true progress from happening most of the time. Well, it's hard to argue with any of that, Carl. <laughs> um, the inner corruption certainly is a problem, and we have an answer for that with light working protocol. So, once again, light working protocol seems to be the answer. Well, corruption is rampant and universally applied to our culture. People don't expect to hear that. We don't like having to say it, but when you know something and you know its importance and that it's the key to solving the problems you're facing, we can't keep quiet about it. We have to include it. And that's what Creator is doing. We're asking an open-ended question, and this is Creator's answer in bringing this forward as an issue, this oversight, this manipulation from outside humanity itself. Indeed. You ask Creator, actress Mary Lou Henner is one of less than 100 people in the world with highly superior autobiographical memory. She can literally remember every detail of her life, but she doesn't appear to remember the way most of us do. Her son once asked her after testing her memory, you've never explained how you do that. Her reply was, I don't do it. I just see it. Others equated it to having Google in your brain. Is her deep subconscious pulling everything out of the Akashic Records on demand and presenting it to her visually? Is this ability granted as a mission life to simply be a non-threatening billboard for what's possible? What can Creator tell us? All right, and this is Creator's answer. It indeed is an experiment of nature, so to speak, that points the way to things much more profound going on in the workings of the mind, let alone the brain, which perceives the workings of consciousness. Her capabilities are an amplification of what many visual thinkers can achieve in recalling things visually and replaying them in the mind. It is a visual analog of having a photographic memory for material that is read and being able to recall the text verbatim and cite page numbers of the work and so on. It is a function of preparation of the individual for their life in the configuration energetically as well as genetically, what talents and capabilities and which of the many sensory modalities in their expression might be accentuated 
and other aspects of neurologic function enhanced similarly to make the most of the leanings in creating a particular profile. Examples would be a great analytical mind for doing scientific studies and explorations, where aspects of deep thinking and creativity coupled with a decent memory and ability to focus and a passion for unearthing the unknown because of an overarching heightened curiosity are hallmarks of the scientific investigator. A quite different profile would be suited for a musician who would be needing to tap into many other aspects of sensory awareness and capability and have an innate appreciation for sound, musical intervals, and their relationships with an intuitive awareness and understanding as well as a feel for music theory, having a keen sensibility for the nuances of music that is created from a variety of sources and so on. So the individual you described had special gifts, and this was very much to serve her in her work by enhancing recall of things in exquisite detail. We cannot speak to her individual karma and the planning and so forth, as that is her concern, and we must respect her privacy. But the idea of consciousness having many exquisite and profound manifestations is very much the case. And this is but one of a number of examples of profound capabilities that occur, at least at low levels among the population, and can be a great asset if a person can exploit them in a meaningful way and not be sidetracked in some fashion and left on the sidelines in their life. So that talent goes to waste, in a sense, despite the preparation to have it in place for the ready use of a person in their excursion as a physical being in a new incarnation. Well, she certainly is a, a rare bird, <laughs> uh, a wonderful actress. I mean, I, I you, re, you ever watch Taxi, Carl? You know who you know who Marilyn Lehner is, right? No, I really don't. I, you don't, I huh? never I never watch Taxi. I mean, I know what it is. I, I, I now I'm connecting the name with the face, I guess. Yes, yes, and uh, and she's a professional actress. She she's done um, lately in the last decade or couple decades or so. She's been more of a health guru. And has cookbooks and fitness, you mm -hmm. know, information that kind of thing. Uh, so you know, she certainly used her memory uh, and puts it on display. She's not afraid to talk about it. So, but at the same time, it's like you know, there's lots of health gurus that don't have autobiographical memory. So she's definitely a unique duck, and creator doesn't want to spill the beans in detail about why she's that way. But um, she is certainly a billboard for an enhanced ability that uh, humans certainly are capable of having. Uh, and Creator says that, well, it's it's a result of pre-life planning, configurations of energy, and even some, you know, genetic modifications in terms of neurology. So, uh, yes. not, a, not an easy thing to come across, but uh, it definitely puts a spotlight on the potential. Well, and I would argue that things like this are glimpses into the possibilities. Yes. And as Creator has used the phrase many times in the channelings I've done, I would say it's a preview of coming attractions. Yes. As, as light beings, we have much more profound capability and reach than we do as physical humans. So we're circumscribed, we're dimmed down, dumbed down, we're suppressed and subjugated. And there's reasons, and we'll be talking about this as we, we go forward. So this, when you read about someone or hear about someone like her and these extraordinary gifts, 
it's not that she's from another planet. She has a, you know, she's not a different species. She's right. the same as you and me. But the wiring, the configuration, the energetics, the karmic predisposition, and the genetic complement have been orchestrated to be thus. And why not for everyone? Well, that's a good question. And we're supposed to have much more than we do. Yes. And there's profound reasons why not. And and so we'll we'll get to that as we, we proceed. Indeed. You ask creator, the book Tesla Man Out of Time by Margaret Cheney quotes Nikola Tesla Tesla about his amazing visualization ability. Tesla says, My method is different. I do not rush into actual work. When I get an idea, I start at once building it up in my imagination. I change the construction, make improvements, and operate the device in my mind. It is absolutely immaterial to me whether I run my turbine in my thought or test it in my shop. I even note if it is out of balance. Cheney writes, he claimed he was able to perfect a conception without touching anything. Only when all the faults had been corrected in his brain did he put the device into concrete form. Most people cannot begin to relate this kind of ability. <laughs> I can't. What can Creator tell us? All right. These are Creator's words. This is quite profound compared to the average person who is not even a visual thinker. Those who think in pictures take it for granted. This is how everyone does it. But they are in the minority. Most people cannot picture something in their mind's eye. They have to remember what something looked like and construct a memory bank of facts in order to describe something they have seen previously. So what is in their head when they close their eyes is blackness and thoughts alone, but not imagery. So what you were describing for Tesla is an exquisite capability to visualize and use it creatively to vary things and witness the changes with great accuracy and precision, such that he could even predict when things would work, where there was space physically for a mechanical action to happen, and so on. So this was an extreme degree of innate capability to manipulate visual representations of physical objects. So he did not need a drawing board or measurement devices and so on, but could simply see it in his mind and alter it incrementally in any way he chose. This has analogies with other senses with which some individuals have extraordinary gifts. This is true in the case of some musicians who will compose entire symphonies in their head without reference to a musical instrument to hear what chords sound like and melodies might sound like when played note by note. They can construct the oral panorama of a multiplicity of instruments going at once. Speed it up, slow it down, vary the texture and the dynamics in ways to hear it differently and then transfer that through music notation onto a written manuscript that can be followed by musicians and conducted for a concert by an orchestra to reproduce what originally was thought alone at one point, generated creatively through the consciousness of the composer. Here, too, are signposts that there is a well of creativity existing somewhere that innovators tap into. They are not all simply conjuring things up from nothing on the fly. They are deriving inspiration from an infinite set of possibilities and essentially uploading that into their awareness and often with divine help as a collaboration. And that is true of profound work of all kinds. This is why artists, writers, and musicians will talk about having a muse, a mysterious inner voice, 
a well of inspiration that will start to flow at times and may bring forth a work wholesale from first to last. Or it might be in segments pieced together over time, but only when the muse is present and bringing something forth to be experienced and observed and captured for use in the future. Here, too, are elements of conscious interaction only possible from consciousness being non-local, meaning extending beyond the brain itself. Carl, I can't tell you how much I appreciate this channeling from Creator. You know, I felt a bit of validation because I've been looking into this issue for years and decades, actually. And Creator says, you know, most people, when they close their eyes, see blackness and have only their thoughts with them. They don't see images. And it's like, ah, okay. It's, it's not just what Creator later said, that most people think that you're simply conjuring these things up from nothing on the fly. You know, and, and that's a validation that that's not true. That you claim to be visual, Carl, which means you're seeing things that I'm not. Well, I do. <laughs> because <laughs> I can see all is. kinds of things. I, More than I, you probably want to. <laughs> well, I, I can see things purposefully, and I can play back people's past lives and see it like a movie. I can go places and see what's there, <clears throat> on planet or off planet. I can go forward and backwards in time and observe things. And I can construct visual imagery all day long of very intricate and vast and glorious fashion. And it's, it, it's like an artist. And I, one of the uh, answers, and we're not going to talk about it, I don't think, in the show today, but Creator commented that I have the ability to create great works of art in my mind, but I haven't bothered to learn how to render it. Ah, yes. So I, you know, I don't use pen and ink. I don't use brushes and paint, and and practice the craft of drawing and painting. But I have the images. So to me, Salvador Dali, this great surrealist. I mean, he looks like a piker. I can <laughs> I can create all kinds of phantasmagoria, and uh, uh, you know, it's kind of it was entertaining to me as a kid. But uh, it it it. it it's something that I just don't take for granted. I never realized it was special. Oh, yes. <laughs> let, me, let me not be the first to tell you that it is. <laughs> well, but you know what else now. is special? That's right. You know what else is special is getwisdom.com. Uh, you don't need to have visual abilities in your mind. You just need two eyes to see and ears to hear to go to getwisdom.com and check out all our videos. Uh, there's all kinds of them, hundreds of hours worth. Getwisdom.com. Check it out today. We'll be right back with more Get Wisdom right after this. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. 
We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Back to the second segment of this week's Get Wisdom. We are exploring uh, a discussion that creators having with us about uh, impressive mental abilities and uh, Carl uh, gratuitously and graciously gave us a rundown of some of his and must say they're quite impressive. I don't have those. I have other abilities, but I don't have the ones that Carl listed. Uh, But I can tell you, I am a lawyer. I'm a trained lawyer and lawyers are advocates, right? We're counselors. So I feel like I am your advocate, the ones that are like me that can't see or, you know, have any real abilities in terms of music or visual art in their brain. But we need to understand people like Carl, and we need to understand that they're real and that they have abilities that we can aspire to as, as, a, as a collective species. So somebody's got to make an interface, a bridge between two different kinds of human beings, Carl, and that's what I feel my job is here. Well, I appreciate it, and I appreciate your being here. And no person is an island. No person is complete by themselves regardless of their talents and abilities we're here to be part of a community after all so it 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 it's good if you have talent but it's better if you use that talent in a way yes. that helps raise up others so i may have artistic gifts that are unexplored and unexpressed but that contributes nothing Yep, you're you're doing what very very important work, critically important work, and I feel I am as well, in a way that's supportive of your work. We're a team, so and that's a and that's a very important thing that people understand. You ask creator, we have learned that Carl was Alan Kardec in a past life. In that life, he was a scholar of ordinary abilities who studied extraordinary phenomena. In his current life, he retains all the skills of Kardec, but now is a medium himself instead of having to rely on others for that. Can Creator explain in more detail how Carl's ability are an upgrade from Cardex and what was involved in bringing that about? All right, and this is Creator's answer. This was indeed a planned sequence to initially be a pioneer, a seeker, an explorer, and an investigator to research the paranormal in a serious way with the gift of having an open mind to consider the possibility that strange observations of people and stories of strange phenomena witnessed fleetingly, but perhaps dramatically, might be the tip of an iceberg, leading to important discoveries about the workings of the universe. This is the hallmark of a true scientist who has such curiosity and openness to possibilities that there is not much they will miss and will find many, many things quite intriguing and captivating and may get caught up in observing things in nature and forget the time because they're having such an exciting adventure watching something unfold. 
This is the hallmark of all who are pioneers and explorers. They might be a naturalist or someone simply wanting to explore unknown territories and map out their features simply to see what is there and see what can be made of it for broadening human horizons and looking for unusual natural phenomena that have not yet been reported. So Carl's innate characteristics are these very bedrock attributes of the great scientist, an insatiable curiosity and a passion for learning and discovery, an ability to focus with intensity and high levels of concentration on a problem they can't set aside once they get started, but will return to it again and again and again and pursue it doggedly until they come up with an answer. That could even be years later when something will pop into their mind and they will revisit an old enigma, but perhaps with fresh eyes from life experience and see in something else that has happened. They witnessed the clue to understanding an old puzzle and then will see the pieces come together with great delight and thus grow in stature over time with deeper and deeper understanding and awareness of all kinds of disparate phenomena. This, in Carl's case, was augmented with heightened intuitive awareness. So he not only had an inner knowing that many things others might not even notice are likely to be very important, and the determination and curiosity to follow that clue to its destination and getting to the bottom of things, but being able to link disparate pieces of information creatively, because this is an attribute of non-local consciousness to take an intention as a starting point and a launching pad and connect the thoughts with information and an awareness of what fits that open-minded question being posed. So a curious scientist who is highly intuitive will envision an answer many times that exists elsewhere out in the ether, but is on file in a repository of consciousness already because it may well have been witnessed and thought of, but simply not known to that particular individual or even to anyone else on the planet but nonetheless will be located and recognized at once as solving a riddle. And that will go into the body of knowledge that helps him proceed to put things together and figure things out in a deep way. This includes the ability to act as a psychic medium, to speak with the dead, and indeed any other source of consciousness, whether an aspect of animal, vegetable, or mineral matter, so to speak, as consciousness is an aspect of everything in existence. The ability to speak with beings within the divine realm, including creator, is a gift bestowed by us because it is in his life plan to do so. Many reach out to us and want to have an interchange, a conversation, but they are not equipped to perceive our answer to them, and it simply cannot happen. There are other ways they may receive inklings and have things in their life as a result of their outreach, as an answer to a prayer where something changes in the person's life down the line. It may or may not be connected with the initial conversation and seen as a consequence, but that is because of the complexity of what is involved for us to interact with you. This is why it is a rarity. We cannot intrude. We cannot lead. 
And so there must be special circumstances always for us to make our presence felt more certainly. But this indeed does happen. So through Carl, the work of Alan Kardec goes on, but with greater accuracy, level of detail, and certainty in the quality of the information coming forth, verbatim now, from the highest of sources, and not just a psychic impression, still needing to be interpreted with a possibility of error and misinterpretation in many gaps. So we expect this will catapult humanity forward dramatically with a better understanding of the spirit realm and how the divine realm brings things about, how you can interact with us and how you can arrange for high level healing and divine intervention to happen for many in need, as well as the self and loved ones. The world has been yearning for this all along the way. And indeed, this is why the life of Jesus Christ had a tremendous impact. It was not just his philosophy and the fact he was aware of God so keenly and was so lofty in his perspectives and being so in divine alignment as a giver and receiver of love and advocating a love perspective and all he interacted with. It was his miracle healings that convinced so many skeptics something profound was taking place. Even at a distance, hearing the stories from believable eyewitnesses was quite compelling and galvanized the area of the world hearing about him. Even among those who never were in his presence and felt the divinity for themselves, for that radiated from him also. But it was the healing work that was the most persuasive because of its practical utility and great value to those whose lives he touched. And that is what Carl is doing in his role as healer and teacher, to bring a high level of healing in a miraculous way to many who adopt the use of his Lightworker Healing Protocol and have the requisite belief quotient to put it to use. There are many constraints in what the divine can do. So we can tell you with authority that when you use the protocol to call forth miracles, it is not the fault of the practitioner if that does not happen immediately. It is a limitation and constraint that must be honored by the divine realm to govern what is possible and what might take a long period of time to finally achieve, if ever. We can tell you every human being alive today has an important life to live. If only to help them work on healing their backlog of unhealed trauma from the many lives served to help the cause of the divine in advancing the divine human enterprise. No one incarnates unless they are wanting to serve this overall goal. It is a dangerous and difficult place to be. Many fall by the wayside. Many are injured grievously. And this puts them behind, making it ever harder to come back again. But yet you do so, working doggedly to make progress nonetheless, and may take one step forward and two steps back in many lifetimes. This is the role of Alan Kardec, to set the stage for a turning point through healing, to make it possible to catch up for the deficit that has grown over the ages for all of you, 
So healing can proceed much more expeditiously and effectively and turn the tide in the struggle to solve the problem of evil. So there's a lot of lessons here, Carl. (laughs) You know, one of them is that if you have a contributory life where you make an impact, and Alan Kardec made a big impact, you know, his, his work carries on, and he has almost as many followers as there are people in the Jewish religion. This was hard to imagine, but it's, it's true nevertheless. So, you know, when you have a success like that, success breeds success, and you also open yourself up to be tapped for even bigger missions, right? And what's a bigger mission than what Alan Kardec performed and, and did for, for humanity? Well, you're doing it now, right? <laughs> You've been upgraded, and now you can do even more. But the other lesson is, is that you still had to pay your dues and figure it out. You were born into this world, losing the, the knowledge of this mission, and you had to figure it out on your own over multiple years. And you didn't even really come into this mission until fairly recently. And you're not a young, you're not a, you're not a spring chicken, Carl. Sorry to say. Well, I got waylaid. I had a lot of problems growing up and during my life. I had a, a successful career, I think, as a scientist. And that kind of kept me going, at least financially. But it didn't serve my soul. And that was a part I had to set aside. And I had help with that because there was a heavy corruption leveled at me by the darkness. This is what they do. They do it to everyone. And there's lots of people running around as atheists and and people on the fence who are very self-satisfied with their intelligence and and their supposed superior view that because they've kind of viewed religion as folklore they're smarter than the than the rest of the people who are religious and it, it's really sad because their mind is corrupted to settle for less because they don't see it So their reach is not as great as it could be in being able to sense the divine and its existence and its workings. And that lack of belief will hamper you tremendously because if you don't want God to come to you, God won't. It's that simple. Yeah. I want to point out that, you know, Alan Kardec approached the paranormal with a very scientific bent. You know, and, and when you came into this life, you inherited, you brought that scientific bent with you. But people that have that bent arguably are more susceptible to corruption, you know, and you ran into that roadblock yourself and it took quite a few decades for you to overcome that and awaken to your true mission in life. Well, this is something people should know that there are many very talented people who never really seem to get anywhere. They're, they live unfulfilling lives and they know it. There's something yearning in them for for greater achievement and accomplishment, and they're lost and confused, and they blame themselves, and that's a mistake, because they've probably had a lot of help suppressing them, because the darkness knows who you are. They know what you've done in prior lives, and when they see a do-gooder, a humanitarian, a helper, a healer, a prophet from the past, born again in a new incarnation, they go after them in the cradle and do their best to sideline them. So it's a testament to ingenuity, creativity, and persistence, and 
dedication yeah. because of that spiritual core in us that anyone gets anywhere in doing something to help raise up fellow citizens. And, you know, it, it, a thought occurred to me, Carl, that, um, you know, you, you came into this life with these abilities, and yet somehow you stayed under the radar. And even though there was attempts to corrupt you, you know, you seem to have somehow skated by. And, and that's probably because your awakening didn't happen until much, much later in life. You were, you were much more secular than I was when I was a young man. I, I've been basically, I knew I was on this mission from almost day one. And, but I was probably spared having your abilities because if I'd have opened up with all those abilities when I was a young man, I, I would definitely have been targeted for sure. You know, so it's a, it's a trade-off, I guess. You know, if you, if you awaken to the divine mission early, as a young man, you're going to get noticed big time and probably yeah, taken that's, out. That's, that's likely to be true. I mean, it's almost certainly to be true. And to, to be frank, I don't spend any time thinking about me and my history. You know, it comes yeah. up from time to time in questions like this, because I, I did find out not too long ago that, that I was Alan Kardec in a past life and didn't want to mention it, didn't mention it for years, in fact, until it was suggested by Creator that this might help some people see me as something a little bit more unusual and that it could help the cause. So that's how you know, I decided to come out of the closet. But I haven't really thought that much about me personally, other than... I know all my life experience has been very helpful and instructive, and that's true for all of us. Yes. So I'm I'm learning from every bit of struggle that I've had, and 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 it helps me to to really understand others and to have compassion for them because I know what they're going through. Life is hard, and it's a challenge to do anything that's helping in, in any way because you'll meet resistance. People will pull away. They'll resist they'll mock you oh yeah <laughs> and they may try to lock you up so this is not an easy path but it's an no, important it's not. one not at all but if you're like me and you feel you know that you need to contribute in some way that you have a divine calling but don't have carl's abilities that's okay because i don't have carl's abilities and yet i'm contributing by being a teammate but also by practicing what we're preaching Prayer and the, the Lightwork Healing Protocol. Download the ebooks today uh, for Empowered Prayer. GetWisdom.com slash prayer. GetWisdom.com slash prayer. And get the explanation, the, the, the ebook on the Lightwork Healing Protocol that goes into all the details about it. GetWisdom.com slash LHP. And also check out our healing services because you can hire a practitioner to do the LX, LHP for you. And why would you want to do that? Because they might have a belief quotient that you're struggling with. Because one of the requirements for doing this effectively is you do have to have faith. You have to have belief in your word that you're standing to be able to talk to the divine and ask and, and bring in blessings. But you also you don't have to have belief in the divine itself. So these are all important things. And you can get somebody to help you with that if you feel like you have a deficit. So you can hire a practitioner who can do it for you and get the same benefits. So check it out, getwisdom.com. We'll be right back for the final segment of Get Wisdom right after this. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. 
scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the final segment of this week's Get Wisdom. We're looking at what uh, Creator says about people with impressive mental abilities. And Creator has quite a bit to say, Carl. Indeed. This is... um really a vast topic because most things that are important and profound science doesn't know about or address yet this is just simply the nature of science you know it's just it's very parochial it's very much tied to what we can see with our normal five senses and and what's related to our life here on the earth and that's a very narrow spectrum of life experiences so there's a lot more going on and those with profound abilities can tap into that and and we're getting examples of people who can do extraordinary things and it's because this is the human capability on display and the fact it's uneven we're going to be talking about here and now in this next question absolutely you asked creator Cheney wrote of Tesla, the optic screen in his mind stored entire logarithmic tables to be called on as needed. Brian struggled mightily with math and failed to become a mechanical engineer himself, largely due to his excessively poor memory for detail, in contrast to Tesla's optic screen. (laughs) Brian tries to be philosophical and a good sport about this kind of disparity, but sometimes can't help feeling a bit of chagrin about how unfair it all seems at times. Most people have two hands and two feet. Why do most people not have an optic screen like Tesla? What can Creator tell us? All right, these are Creator's words. This is an important thing to probe into because the answer is quite shocking and important to know. The reason more people are not visual, let alone have extraordinary visualization capabilities, is that you are in a diminished mode. This is because of manipulation by interlopers that was done to you soon after the creation of humanity. An extraterrestrial race, the Anunnaki, visited your world and performed a genetic alteration that has been handed down ever since to dim your abilities, especially regarding the perception and rendering of consciousness and its capabilities within your mind. 
This greatly limited the intuitive reach and all but closed off your ability to connect to your higher self within the divine realm, let alone be able to talk with creator directly, which was the original design of the divine human, so that you would be completely connected and tapped in, so you could share your thoughts intuitively with others. You could talk to God for counsel and inspiration, support, and learning as well as review all that you had done previously in all your lifetimes when incarnating again and again in the process of learning and growth to support the enterprise of expansion of possibilities through gaining life experience as a physical human. That alteration changed everything about the possibilities of doing things that were profound and even to survive and keep going with the consequences of how you were preyed upon. Having been diminished, this became daunting because that diminishment made you easy to be manipulated and enslaved, in fact. And this took a great toll on everyone from the trauma and diminishment of divine alignment. As a result of being corrupted and given the worst possible examples to follow, because you were heavily controlled and manipulated to incorporate many dark beliefs and low expectations. This will happen from living under tyrants and only being shown what not to do and suffering as a consequence. Humans have been traumatized again and again in all the lifetimes, hundreds of them typically, but still reincarnate to make the attempt to heal what came before and make forward progress. So this is something you can rightfully feel cheated about and left out in not having greater capabilities personally, because it ought to be the case that everyone has such gifts readily available in allowing much greater achievements and progress in learning and making creative contributions of all kinds to human progress. You have paid a high price for becoming corrupted in this way. So it is a healing need that has been unaddressed. For the first time through the Lightworker Healing Protocol, you have a tool coupled with empowered prayer and an understanding of what you are facing so prayer can be made for the necessary things to happen rather than living in ignorance and feeling helpless and only being able to mount a vague plea for assistance without the specificity needed to give clear direction to the divine realm. So you are in the lead in directing a divine intervention that has any chance of changing things fundamentally for the better. Having the Lightworker Healing Protocol is a game changer. It is time to claim your birthright. Well, you know, I have to say, um, to whom much is given, much is required. So, lest you be jealous of Tesla, and I had to guard myself against that, Tesla led a difficult life. You, you know, it, he, he had tremendous accomplishments, but boy, he... He had phobias that you wouldn't believe. Um, he had issues with relationships. He died alone, you know. So again, too much is given, much is required. So don't be, don't. I have, I have to tell myself this: don't be jealous of what other people have been given because you don't know the whole story, Carl. Yes, and I I can tell you that is very very true. The more you do and can do, the greater your burdens will be because it will allow you to take on more responsibility, and that comes with karmic consequences, good and bad. So if, if you're someone who stands out, 
you will be noticed and you will likely be targeted for it as well. Yep. So exactly. this, this happens to most famous people. Yes, yes. So don't be envious. <laughs> be thankful, actually, in some cases. Well, do healing. Yeah, do healing. Do healing. That's, exactly. that's this the, is what we can do. This is what we're called to do is do healing. Yes, absolutely. U.S. Creator, mental abilities amongst people appear as varied as physical differences. Can Creator explain to us how, in spite of such diversity in mental gifts and deficits, empowered prayer and the light working healing protocol are useful and effective for everyone? All right. Creator tells us there is a third piece needing to be added to the list, which is a deeper understanding of why you need empowered prayer and why you might need something like the Lightworker Healing Protocol. And that is an awakening, a heightened awareness of where problems come from. What is the origin of evil that corrupts universally to darken things, confound and corrupt, and worsen human institutions and individuals to be less effective, and even working against one another in so many settings, and even on a mass scale, as with warfare, all of this is non-divine and harms everyone. There are no winners in a world of tyrants, whether singular, singular or collective in their actions. What is needed for healing, for the corrupting influence, and primarily and most urgently to heal the interlopers themselves, to give you a breather, to take the knee off your neck, so to speak, so you have room to breathe, can gather your wits, and methodically continue your learning in earnest and proceed to work on healing all the pieces that have been changed or corrupted or denied you again and again through many times of trauma, loss, and suffering. That karmic backlog weighs quite heavily on you individually and collectively as a species. It will not go away because the law of karma will force a reckoning to bring back around to you either the joys of the past as rewards and blessings from things you have contributed, but will also bring around a revisiting of the pain and suffering you have endured but not dealt with yet. Most people do not know how to solve problems, but you have not been taught how to do so effectively. And so many lives have gone by with repeated woundings and additional insults added to the mix to carve them ever deeper into your history and to make them important karmic characteristics that now are an obstacle in your way because you tend so strongly to re-experience those limitations. What is needed is the awareness you have deficits to fill in, compensate for, and bridge across. Divine wisdom can be that bridge and the crossing to a higher state of awareness and a better, more level playing field to live the rest of your current life and future lives can be facilitated by doing extensive healing with divine assistance for all the things that are hindering you that have accumulated through your past history and will haunt you until this is accomplished. At the moment, the interlopers, in the form of dark spirits and extraterrestrials, who are truly in control of things and actually seeking your annihilation, plan to happen within the next few years are very much in your way because they cause problems on a daily basis through mind control manipulation and setting many things in motion through making people do the wrong things in the wrong way at the wrong times and the consequences hinder everyone from the inefficiency and the missed opportunities 
the lack of progress and the degradation and wounding that happened instead of a betterment of some kind coming about. If you can work with healing and prayer to get the interlopers to withdraw, there will be time to heal humanity enough to ascend from the physical realm and leave those problems behind. This will set you free to have a new glorious era of advancement where you will never again be in arm's way in a physical sense, at the mercy of depraved beings like those who control the world and make people into criminals and worse. That is your destiny, but you must do the work for that to happen. We cannot do it for you. The tools are available. If you embrace them and add your energy to others already underway, working on the problem, you can make a difference and you are greatly needed in order for humanity to prevail. Your choice, like everything else you do or do not do, will be on record and you will live with the consequences for better or worse. So why, why do people like me who don't have abilities like you, Carl, be able to use a lightworker healing protocol effectively? The analogy I would say is that both you and I, Carl, right now have a microphone and earbuds in our ear. And let's assume that creator is listening to us right now. If I take my earbuds out, I can't hear anything back, but my mic is still on and creator can hear me. And that's what people need to understand is that creator hears everything, sees everything, knows what you're thinking and your intentions. So you don't need abilities like Carl to be able to do the light work of healing protocol effectively, Carl. Yeah, this is an important thing to understand. You have a birthright to call on God and bring forth miracles. It's in the plan. You are literally a part of God to begin with, part of creator's consciousness as an extension of the soul that was created from that very source. So you are a member of a powerful tribe, and you just need to act like it. Yes. And grow into your power by reaching for it and putting it to use in the way you can be shown very readily through our instructions. It isn't Absolutely. that hard. And you can get those instructions at givewisdom.com slash LHP. That is all the time we have for this week. Thanks a lot, Carl. All right, be well. Thank you for listening today. Please tune in next Friday for another edition of Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They'll be here at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a beautiful week. 